0: I don't know. Soft. It's a soft focus. It's a soft it's a soft focus. Yeah. Just you just smeared a little Vaseline on the uh, on just, the lens. Just
1: smeared a, smeared a little. Yeah. that on the give that,
0: that guiding light look, you know? Oh, there now, we and go. now it's in focus.
1: There hey. we go. You know what else is in <laughs> focus? What's that? Hey there everybody. Welcome back to Pixlet. Today we're uh we're 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 x commented it up. We're we taking are. our 99% shot here. And, <laughs> and
0: that's it, still somehow missing. <laughs>
1: and that's still going to somehow missing with me, as always, is Phil. Hello. Um, and uh, Phil, before we get started, Please. Um, the, the book, the XCOM book, may, might be disappointing. But yes. uh, can you tell me about a specific website that is never disappointing?
0: Oh, uh, oh, I think I know the one you're talking about. You're yeah. talking about patreon.com/pixelit podcast, are you? Yeah, uh, I think yes. it's Pixelit
1: Pod now.
0: Is it is it Pixelit Pod now? Okay. All yeah, right. Pixelit Pod. Let's try that again. Actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's rewind that <laughs> you <laughs> did not <laughs> you did not hear anything, Nothing. uh, folks. Yeah. Nothing. So, uh, so, uh, so, so tell me about this page. What, what, what uh, can you get on on Pixelit Pod? Uh, you can the get Patreon page. The the Patreon page of Pixelit Pod uh,
0: offers you an opportunity. Uh, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to help us make this show uh, with as little as $1 a month, where uh, it helps us put some fundage into uh, our bandwidth, into our equipment, all that stuff. Uh, It's it's very helpful. Every dollar counts. And in exchange, uh, we have exclusive uh, shows coming up. We have essays. We have all kinds of stuff. It's just getting to the point where I'm thinking we should just play with this as our blog, basically. And just anytime we have have something funny or interesting to say? We throw it up there just for the Patreons to play with and discuss with us. It's it's uh, it's a really cool place, and uh, we've already got some really wonderful people uh, uh, signed up for it. Thank you all very much. Uh, and we actually even revealed uh, not too long ago uh, the identity of one of our upcoming books, which we never do. Never do that. That's just not something we do. But this one's a really exclusive one that we're really excited about. We're going to be some of the first people to get to read it, let alone talk about it. And uh, so we thought we'd uh, throw up uh, a cover for uh, everyone to look at and enjoy and drool over. So please check out Patreon.com PixelitPod, like every other place, PixelitPod. And uh, consider helping us out, throwing a shekel
1: here and there. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I love that. You know, a- it actually... I don't know why I just had a memory unlocked about how um, I, had a, I had a real right-wing crank of a history professor.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and he was he was like... I'm gonna say Christian fundamentalist, maybe. And um, he was talking about how, like, in, 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 in Christendom, he's talking about iconography. And he's like, he had, like, this... This woodcut portrait of like of Mary, and he's like, like iconography isn't meant to just be sit on the on the shelf. It's supposed to be held and loved and adored uh, to show your love of of uh, th- of God and Mary. And 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 I was like, I just I just have this image of him just like squeezing this <laughs> squeezing this like woodcut carving of Mary really tightly at the, at the uh-huh. front of the uh, the classroom. Like, sir, um, this is a Wendy's. Uh, yeah, a real <laughs> Wendy's moment there. Uh, and I had another professor who uh, uh, once jumped on the desk uh, oh, yeah. to, to talk about how uh, Silvio uh, Berlusconi, who just passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Silvio Berlusconi. We're just getting into international politics. Yeah, yeah. Silvio Ber- Berlusconi, former... Uh, Prime Minister of Italy once uh jumped on a desk to yell that he had a raging heart on. Um <laughs> see kids, history doesn't have to be dull. Doesn't have to be dull. It could be fun. Um <laughs> I have actually looked up since then that moment in in Italian Prime Minister history. Really find any sources for it, so I don't know if the professor was just making it up or whatever. (laughs) If you happen to know the incident in which Silvio Berlusconi jumped on a desk and talked about his erection, um, uh, let us know. Yeah, bring receipts. Bring receipts. Bring receipts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Berlusconi erection gate. Erection. Uh, uh, Rest in something. Uh, I think Rest, Rest in lubrication. Mr. Rest in lubrication, Mr. Lu- Berlusconi. Was he a
0: good politician? A bad politician? Just, uh, just.
1: I believe he was uh, a horny politician. Uh, definitely a horny politician. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's he was Italian.
0: A, it's kind of a foregone conclusion.
1: Foregone conclusion. I think he was a uh, a righty. I think he's a he, he's a righty. Uh, I'm I'm looking up for. I'm looking up. Uh, yeah, they're they're Christian. Uh, there are a Christian Democratic, liberal, social democratic, populist tendencies. Huh. I don't know what that the, all those things blended that's, together actually mean. That means. is a it's lot a of lot. words. Yeah, just just a shoved
0: lot. in a single sentence together. Like, like words don't matter. That's that's chaos. That's pure chaos.
1: Pure chaos. Uh, yeah. There's a lot going on, and um, yeah. So anyway. Berlusconi, he's dead. And he's dead. I think he was relatively corrupt. Um, nice. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's put the body in the marsh.
0: Let's put, let's put the body in the marsh.
1: And, and, th- and especially, especially, you know what? In honor of Silvio, we're going to put Silvio's body in the marsh. Let's put Silvio's body in the marsh.
0: An undercover placement for the city of Boston. This was the scene yesterday when Delahunt's body... Was found in the marshes near the Fenway.
1: So, chapter three begins with some base building. There's there's base building happening. And so much base building. So much base building. You ever wonder what spreadsheets looked like in a in, in a book translated to prose?
0: Oh my no? God. Were you? W- did you want to? <laughs> did bad you bad want nose. to? <laughs> 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 Did you ever want to find out what the budget report was of your uh, particular commander when you were playing XCOM? Me neither.
1: Me neither. Uh, Bradford yeah. just kind of like handled those things and didn't really bring them up to me. So,
0: And we were super appreciative. We
1: really super were. Super appreciative. Was, I really yeah, like Bradford hero. is real, a real unsung hero with his handling of all the like the logistical stuff while oh, we yeah. got to play with our little green army men, you know, <laughs> yeah, and occasionally make a
0: big decision. Like you should research that laser gun, which is, which just makes you feel so good inside.
1: Ah, we, we're, we're a laser gun, uh, group now. Yeah, <laughs> we like laser guns. So Janelle is spending most of her days, uh, in a fake UN office, listening to the complaints of the Swiss about how they weren't consulted on the building of the UN office, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so and stupid. and she's like she and she's like and in a country like Switzerland, where it only takes a, a petition of a hundred thousand to turn it into a national referendum, not being consulted is a big deal. <laughs>
0: Which. I, I'm just going to say what I said last episode. Someone took a vacation to Switzerland and had yeah. the full guided tour and took too many notes and said, this has got to go somewhere. We got to put this s- in something. Oh my God. We get so much like, uh, uh, uh just, 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 just uh, granular information on Litty gritty on details, tiny deep, like all this stuff that, and, and here's the thing, uh, you might, some of you are nerds like us, and you you hear that and go, "Ooh, lots of detail about uh, this foreign land that I've never been to." That's at least that sounds interesting. It isn't. Something. It's 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 uh, it's very very dull. Yeah. Um it you talks about the the you get a lot about the the local towns and some of their cultural. Uh, there's practices. a cow contest happening there's, nearby. A, there's a cow fighting contest, and and. I got to tell you if this was a longer book if this was like a a a you know a, a swirling epic that went into painstaking detail for 5 6 dare I say 700 words um those kind of details uh would be interesting and and you well they could be interesting you could do them in an interesting fashion this is a 240 word novel this is one of our shorter novels right it, there's no, we don't have time for this, especially it when might we have, be
1: Yeah, it might be the shortest novel we've done outside yeah. of the the Worlds of Power stuff.
0: Right, right. Outside of like stuff that are short stories or kids books or novellas, this actually right. might be our shortest novel. And, if it, and it, we've gotten a grand total of one fight with aliens and everything else is bureaucracy and um, the local f- culture. Yeah. Uh and it's not so you, even like local alien culture. It's the Swiss. It's the like, Swiss. <laughs> it's and the it Swiss. is Look. the
1: most it is the most Iowan Switzerland town that right. they could have <laughs> true.
0: Really
1: They're doing a cow contest for yep. best cow. Blue ribbon cows, all up and down. Um but there's been a lot of cow abductions and mutilations happening in the area. Oh. And maybe there's a relationship between the cows here versus anywhere else because Ari is like, like we didn't have that many in Morocco, but there were less cows in Morocco. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but relative to the amount of cows in Morocco, the amount of cow <laughs> mutilations per capita here in <laughs> in Andermat are higher than they were down there. So let's go to the flow chart. Let's go to the uh, flowchart. <laughs> I, I, here's a, and she breaks out a a flip chart and starts like breaks out some some expo pens. Yeah, you know, absolute old starts school. Starts drawing absolutely. on Just, there, yep. uh, real old school presentation, but super engaging presentation. I mean, absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if she made her way to a TEDx with this. <laughs> uh, this is that's that's inevitably where this is headed that's There's inevitably no where it goes did you yeah. know the difference between tedx and ted uh, a ted talk
0: a tedx i just know is kind of like a lesser version of it isn't it or
1: it's it's like yeah it's like the, it has like the ted branding ish but you don't actually have to be like a real super expert it's like you, yeah you, it's like a pay-to-win ted talk type thing it, where you you get yourself in there and then you can just claim that you had a you did a TEDx presentation and was like, th- th- it, 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 it's, it's not the best thing to have on your resume.
0: It's, it's like the difference between going to a hotel that has a Starbucks versus a hotel that quote, proudly serves Starbucks products. Exactly. Uh, that's the
1: difference. <laughs> it
0: shouldn't, it shouldn't be a big deal, but there's a lot that can go wrong here.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Um, so Janelle is sending Ari down to the old base in Morocco to help the commander there because he is fucking shit up. It seems. Um, and, uh, which is weird because they spoke so highly of him in the previous chapters. (laughs) Uh, they didn't, they said he was, he he was an asshole. Um, but an asshole he is and an asshole he is. She tells him not to put himself in any danger. And, Here's a big problem I have with these two characters, is there has not been an ounce of romantic, sexual, any sort of tension between them, other than Uh we're just told that they're in a relationship.
0: Yeah, we're told they're in a relationship, we're told that they care for each other very much, Uh, we see none of
1: it. We see Uh, 0.0% of it, so yeah um yeah. so it's like it, it, and this is this led me down a rabbit hole of thinking about like you can cut the tension in here with like a knife does mm-hmm. that mean that it's like the thick it's it's thick and 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 you could cut it with a knife uh-huh. and is there like a, a a saying where if you like could could like Scoop it watery, like it's it's like watery, and you could scoop it with a spoon. Is that like <laughs> less tense? Just I just, just feel just, like there needs to be grades to that saying because, right, right, you can cut lots of things with knives. You know, this,
0: this book is so tension free that uh, a knife passing through it makes no difference whatsoever in terms no of no difference cutting whatsoever. It,
1: it's cutting nothing. None. Um, meanwhile. Uh, there's a terror, a terror attack in Zurich and shit's bad. Um, <laughs> moving on to you yeah. arriving in Morocco. That's all. <laughs> we get told uh,
0: about a lot of shit going down. We don't really see a lot of shit going down, especially in this particular section.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a real brief, like page and a half page I'll say, uh, no. uh describing the initial terror attack. Then Ari arrives in Morocco. Uh, Ari tells DeLonghi that he stretched his forces too thin, and this terror attack was uh, probably the capstone on that plan. Um, DeLonghi tells Ari that being in a friends with benefits relationship with the regional ma- commander will not protect him. Uh, mm. At this point, uh, because of the terror attack, Ari says he's going to get the remaining troops together and go deal with it. And then DeLonghi's like, No. And Ari's like, you told me she wouldn't protect me, and I'm proving you right. And DeLonghi's like, okay. So everything works out, is what you're saying. Meanwhile, back in Zurich, (laughs) those aliens are happily taking in people for food and experiments. Um. (laughs) Kind of sounds like a date when you put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the aliens are like, things are going to plan. Uh, Would would you like to come
0: in for food and
1: experiments? Uh, food and experiments. Yeah, we'll get you home by ten. Home by ten. Uh Ari and the team will arrive, and they do a lot of planning. Talk about how and where they're going to attack and land. And be like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go up the, the road and down the lake and around the river and zippity doo <laughs> down to there's the forest, and we're gonna use the forest, and we're gonna attack, attack, attack. Um, And then it seems like the Swiss themselves are fighting back because they all have guns.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because they're they're citizen soldiery kind of situation with the Swiss.
1: So they start shooting at the aliens, too. Um, Ari gets in the gunner seat and fires a fission bomb at the battleship, uh, which had landed on the train station. And it tries getting away, but it seems like it's caught up in the steel supports of the building and, like, it's, like, trapped and can't. Can't get enough uh, air, and the the bomb blows up the the battleship, and uh, Ari's ship land, and and they head off. Um, and then chapter four—that's the end of chapter three. Yeah, uh, chapter that's, that's four. The we these are skip... long chapters, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> these are long chapters, like... but this is all the the stuff that happens. Yeah, chapter four. Um, we skip everything. And Janelle arrives after everything's happened. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, all, that, all that cool action and stuff. Don't worry about it. We took care of don't it. Don't worry about were, it. Janelle's going to get in the toilet. She's going to be told about it uh, in a debrief by uh, the now commander on site, Colonel Arneson. We get uh, pages
0: it- and pages of debrief on what on what happened just before she got there. No cool action scenes for us. <laughs> <laughs> Just bureaucratic, business-like paperwork. Recounting.
1: Reca- oh, yeah. oh, my God. Arneson yeah. gives her a full play-by-play of the actions taken by her boy toy. Um, they managed to to stun some ethereals to send back to Hill Magoon. Um, and uh, we find out that Ari was knocked out by a psi attack from an ethereal after his mind shield went down. And he is still unconscious. Mm -hmm. Uh, At one point, Ari ordered the squads to concentrate fire on the ground, which caused the terror ship to fall. Did you understand what the point of all of this was?
0: I, uh, are you talking about the ship that got stuck in the hole under uh, like in the street? All right. Yeah. It's, it's not in, I reread this like three times and it is not, well written it it's basically the idea as far as i could tell was that the ship was down and like they were it was something about they knew it was going to be landing at a certain place so they concentrated their fire on that place so that when the ship came down it fell through the road um and uh, and all the gunners which were on the undercarriage of the ship were now underground and had nothing to shoot at uh, right. So they're kind of helpless, and it reveals this notion of like the underground banks of the Swiss. Uh, right. And there's gold, and and like uh, one, once again, like, uh, 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 did you know about Switzerland? That did that you know we don't really gold? need it's it's so weird and so badly written, and doesn't yeah, really I was lead to confused. anything.
1: I was confused and like they, and they had, it was like, and then Ari told us to post a guard because after the hole was made and we're like, why? And then we looked down in the hole and there's all this gold. Yeah. Um, and Ari knew about this because he, uh, be, again, two times Ari has done something in battle uh, that is like inexplicable. And that turns out to be a good call. And both times are tied back to vacations that him and Janelle took.
0: Yeah. It's they, they went on a tour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they went it's, on a tour. They were in France and they ran into a, did they call him a gnome? Yes. a, a gnome. gnome who is yeah. a junior banker. And he was talking, he was like bragging about the gold that's underneath the streets or something <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's, it's so weird, yeah, and and, and pointless. It, it 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 it's not as clever of a moment as I think I think our author wanted it to be. It was supposed yeah, to, be like this I think it was cute, to be interesting this, moment.
1: Like, oh, that's really badass, but it's like not great. Um, do you know what? Do you know what is though? If she thought about it, uh,
0: helpful just advice uh, in future. If she wanted some uh, something that actually is really interesting. Um, It's aliens attacking the fucking earth. Why don't we focus on that? What the
1: fuck? Oh, my God. There's yeah. I mean, one of the the things the uh, unexplored aspects of XCOM in this book is uh, these are terror missions. Can we please lean into the fact that a lot of this shit is is terrifying and not a lot of terror in these terror missions is there no no so it's it's so
0: weird because i just there's so much you 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 asked me a couple of a few episodes back one point we were talking about what would the novelization of monopoly look like right this is it this is it like, not a lot of action, a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of moving money around. And I, I said last episode that the moving money and like having to afford this is right. actually a really interesting angle. Um, but don't forget that you're writing a, a war story. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, we go so deep into the weeds with. Uh, 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 details of like, well, we had to buy this and we had to buy that. And it's not even stuff that necessarily pops up in the game. It, You know, a plot line of like, uh, we have to get this to be able to research this new badass railgun that'll help us take out aliens and stuff like that. That would be a really cool subplot. We could do that and that's totally relevant to the game. Right. But the level of detail that she goes into with like just the, I'm just say the word again, the bureaucracy involved in running these things. Sure. That's probably how it would work, but I don't read those books because that's not entertaining.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like the, when you think of XCOM, when you really think of XCOM, what is it that you picture in your head? You picture, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but I I picture the, the tactical squad-based stuff. Squad-based combat, absolutely. Squad-based combat. Yeah. There is another layer to the game of doing all this bureaucratic management shit. Yeah, but it's, and it's there a fascinating to, layer. And it's a fascinating layer, but it's there to support and make sure that you are able to do the squad-based combat correctly. Yes. Um, XCOM
0: isn't SimCity.
1: No. No. You
0: know, we're not going into that level of detail with the infrastructure. It's just like you said; right. it's a supporting actor. It's not. It's not the main focus of the game.
1: Yes, but you're going to spend more time fighting things rather than just like yeah. sitting on that uh, that screen. Um, so anyway, uh, XCOM people, feel free to sound off in the comments. Um, anyway, <laughs> please do, please do, Janelle. Uh, figures out that there is a mole potentially uh, because of how like, so the, the Moroccan base, like basically all of their, the reason this happened is all of their ships were out. There was mm-hmm. like 15 scout ships that like flew by and DeLonghi sent one, like, all right, go, 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 go. And then once he was totally stretched thin, that's when the terror attack happens. Yeah. Uh, and he wasn't able to actually send anything other than the ship that Ari commandeered. Um, so Janelle's like, uh, "Like, what do you think? Do you think there's a mole? And he's like, I don't care. I don't have any ships. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, first things uh, first, please. First things first, please. I need people. Uh, Janelle is upset at DeLonghi for uh, a bit for letting Ari on the ship. But DeLonghi makes a good point that Ari said, I'm going anyway. Um, and then we find out that there is a huge Illyrium haul from the, the terror conflict. Uh, and it should be enough to replenish the stores of everything that they have lost. Um, oh, well,
0: that tension just keeps dissipating as the, as the novel goes on, doesn't it? Hey, no problem. problem
1: resolved. It's problem resolved itself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Janelle also tells him to send over all communication records, not transcripts, just who has been talking to who. Um, and then she goes, and uh, she's gonna, she's gonna go visit Ari in the hospital. And while she's doing that, while she's walking to the hospital, the the medical wing, um, Janelle's chewing on the idea of a mole in their ranks. And she goes to visit Ari, and one of the doctors. Uh, Georgi gives some background on what psy attack, what a psy attack does. Mm. I thought this was actually kind of interesting. This was very cool. I liked this detail. Yeah. So when you, the person is hit with a psy attack, it hits their brain and their mind, and it makes the brain believe that it's injured, but there yeah. is actually no physical damage. So the damage done to the brain is psychosomatic. Um, and I thought that was a neat little detail. we are like, yeah, it, it, you, they basically, the brain just has to figure out that it's not wounded and they'll and wake it, and, up. And it,
0: makes, and it makes most things that they could do to take care of that issue uh, kind of pointless and useless. So, people who got really fucking wrecked by it actually physically bounce back easily. And other people who should be fine end up being vegetables.
1: Right? Exactly. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was a pretty cool detail. Uh, she, uh, she stops on the way in and talks to a squatty named Molson, who is dealing with some collarbone neck and leg injuries. And we get some horror movie references um, he's like, yeah, my buddy's calling me pinhead because of the, he's got the, he's got the, the halo thing where they actually like screw it into your head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, um, <laughs> Cage. just, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, Janelle, uh, goes and talks to Ari and, uh, you know, lets him know what's going on, uh, even though he's in a coma. And then we get the first actual real touching moment between the two of them. This is yeah. like page one hundred in the book, and we all we've been <laughs> is told that they are in a relationship. And she says something like, Be well, my lion, or something like she that. She
0: calls him her lion, which which
1: I don't know. I don't like it.
0: it yeah, it kind of made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a nickname that a person it sounds like a nickname a writer who's never given a cute nickname to a lover would give. Would give to one of their characters, right? My, my yeah. lion, oh, my lion, my lion. Ugh. Ugh. Like I'll, I'll take Pookie over over my yeah, lion. Like, That's,
1: yeah, I uh, want uh, Janelle says, "Be be well, my lion," to Ari, and I'm like, they've never farted in front of each other, have they? No. <laughs> <laughs> she, I just imagine like, just
0: be well, my lion, and the, and he just flatlines. <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to say, be well, my line. And it, then it just, there's just like a fart and it's just,
0: she goes, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. As soon as you wake up, I'm breaking up with you.
1: You're gross. That's where we are. People. We're in fart it's jokes. Next Fart time. jokes, baby. We're we're gotta, them. We, we got to do what we to do, man. We're adding them in here. Good. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right. So, um the next section of my notes are just labeled spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. And it's just like a lot of ship talk. And here's the thing, that note lot of ship talk encompasses about four pages.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah, just a lot of
1: minute details. Like, so we're gonna send, we're gonna take these two Avenger ships from the Moroccan base, and they're gonna come up here. Uh, but then when we get our new ones in, we're gonna send them back. But we're also not gonna tell anybody, so nobody knows you're doing the whole switcheroo. Yeah, and and are like, what is this to expose the mole, or is it just you're just you're just. <laughs> Is this like Hollywood accounting, you know, where yeah. you can just, like, move things around and say, we're operating at a loss. We need more money. Right. It's <laughs> And there's actually
0: a, a section in here where the author, refer, where, where, our, our commander, she refers to certain bureaucratic tasks that she's got to do as about as much fun as watching paint dry. She says this twice. And I'm like, so you know. So you know we shouldn't be putting this in our science fiction war novel. Uh, uh, this is not interesting information, and you know it.
1: So you know it.
0: You know it. So why? You the character why?
1: acknowledging that this is boring? Did you leave it in because you needed to hit a, hit hit fifty thousand words to have it called a, a novel? I, I I wonder. I wonder. It, the the only
0: thing I could compare it to was when we were reading the Dead Space book. That yeah. Was. Five thousand pages long, and inexplicably had like moments where they talked about, uh, you know, trying to receive a grant and shit like that. Like yes. the min- the minutia.
1: This is the closest we we've got had the to the grant.
0: That. Yeah, it's <laughs> what did you forget? What franchise you're working on? This is it's nuts. It's not. This is not the worst written thing we've ever read by a long uh, uh, shot, but. It's so dull. Why does this matter? Why does this matter?
1: Okay. So Janelle takes about three pages to walk to the UN office. Mm -hmm. We get a full description of the whole. We already talked about the whole train system where they have to go down the elevator. We get it again. We get a a beat for beat description of of what they have to do. Like, we've already talked about this. You can just. Yeah, we already know this. We know this. We can skip it. Um, so, uh, we meet Callie, one of the squaddies who is basically assigned to just be, uh, the, one of the people that sits in the UN office. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Janelle dim- dismisses Callie like, Oh, I'll lock up. And then, uh, uh, president Traeger shows up to talk to Janelle. He's actually, even though his name is, his, pre- his, uh, title is president. He's actually the mayor. Um, yeah.
0: And And they uh, they make a point Well, like, where did you think the word came from? It's, it's, it's full of rich history and culture. It's like more,
1: bullshit. Let's talk about it.
0: Like, let's, let's talk about that. I'm sure the people who are reading really want to learn more about Switzerland. Look, I love you, Switzerland. You're a really cool country, honestly, but what the fuck? I don't care. I just don't care. (laughs) I didn't pick up, like, Switzerland, an introduction. I picked up XCOM UFO
1: defense. It's like, I'm not on a Rick Steves tour here.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it's like, I... Why, why?
1: (laughs) President Traeger shows up to talk to Janelle uh, and his cow won the contest. Cool. Good for him. So she goes to a local tavern and talks with the townsfolk about cows. This happens in our alien book. She talks about cows and how some the cows are big and they're smart and they're smarter than most people give them credit for because they can actually take care of themselves and are (laughs) longhorns better or shorthorns better. And then everybody's singing and Janelle is drunk. Um, And then she starts thinking more about the cows and the aliens. Hmm. Like thinking emoji. Um, yeah, yeah. Just a, and then yeah. she gets home and starts bugging the data center people for more yeah. for information. Like she's drunk dialing the people. She really is <laughs> at the data centers. Like, did you get my? Did you get my cow numbers yet? I, I know you got cow numbers. Give me cow numbers. Why would you call me back? I need, to give, I need cow numbers. I need number of cows. I need, I need breed of cows, <laughs> longhorns. Short horns and be like, yes, commander. And and, and, and my and,
0: favorite part is they they got it. They're like,
1: yeah, we got that. Of course we have that. We, we have, have that that. Inf- Of course we do. We have so much information, and you want information everything on in this book cows. is about my new show. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We got your cow information. Are you just cows?
0: You don't want to uh, elk
1: or anything cows, like okay. just uh, the Cows. Just cows. all just okay. No other hooved hooved mammals. No. Huh. Got it. Um, new contact. <laughs> There's a scout ship headed their way, and oh, she is Kevin. Stung. Do you mean there might be some action? There might be some action. She's okay. Drunk. Okay, um, she's drunk. <laughs> she's drunk and hasn't really slept. Um, so the scout ship is headed their way, but the only person higher than a captain is her. So apparently, the rule is that like there always has to be a colonel out there. Yeah, uh, you can't just send out a team with a captain on it. So she's like, let's. Let's gear up, let's go, intercept it, and they give chase to it, and there's like a it's like a basically a death star trench run through the mountains of them chasing the scout ship. yeah, they uh shoot it down with the stingray missiles and um they hit it and down it goes. <laughs> and probably the the funniest thing that ever happens in this book <laughs> is they get off a ship and it's basically like that moment in Ghostbusters where they um they shoot the the tray the the cart full of house cleaning supplies
0: oh yeah uh, when yeah. they get
1: off the elevator they do that but to an ibex
0: yes they <laughs> destroy this mountain goat like just obliterate it
1: yeah so it's dead it's um dead. uh toasted crisp toast to a crisp they they mutilated it um like come on like you can't <laughs> It's they're a fucking it, goat.
0: They like get off the ship enemies. and immediately
1: they're like, ah, and they're like, ah, they're, they're make, like, oh, shit. That's,
0: we cannot afford to have the goats betray us uh, uh, for the for the aliens
1: over bullshit like this. They're fucking it up. Right. So uh, then they're like, come on, let's go fight these aliens. Cut to we killed the aliens.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we are informed. We are informed that they win. What? Oh, my God.
1: They win. Let's get back to the bureaucracy.
0: Yeah, I know that's I know. I don't want to bore you with another stupid fight. So let's get into what you really came here for. Oh,
1: goody. Oh, my God. So far, the only fight that we've gotten is the one that opens the book. Yep. Everything else has been either like a recap. Yeah, everything else has just been recaps. Yeah. You know? they
0: just that we've been informed
1: of it. Right. I, yeah. So a chrysalid then, though, jumps on her. So we get a little action. And little. apparently she's wearing a jetpack or something like that. I don't. Yeah, yeah. She's got some level of armor that can help her fly. Help that's her fly. fly. Sure. So, Chris, yeah. I mean, I know it's a thing in XCOM. I just didn't yeah. realize that that's what she was wearing. Um, yeah, yeah. They don't really go into it until it's convenient for them. Right. <laughs> so she's, the chrysalid's on her and she flies up into the air and she's, she has a flashback to the time that she was in Maryland. Oh, right. Yeah. Eating crabs and like, oh, you hit the crabs with the hammer and you eat the meat. So then she's like, well, there's a mountain right there. And she rams the chrysalid into the side of the mountain, which cracks it open and then drops it. And the rest of the squad shoots it after it falls to the ground. And that's the end of the chapter.
0: i've got to ask do you think Slumdog Millionaire was based on that scene? You know, just, she has this meaningless oh right, things with shells crack go boom like what <laughs> i i just i just think diane Duane is a is a she's a she's a jet setter. she likes traveling. She has an extensive vacation journal. And just goes to that whenever she needs help. Uh, let's say, you know, tarting up the dialogue and it's not working.
1: Yeah. So if it seems like we got through the this, this episode uh, recap pretty fast, it's because we did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we did. We did. Because we it's wanted the same,
1: to. It, we wanted to. It's the same number of pages as the first episode. Um, I didn't skip too much. I didn't, I didn't, no, it's like, I I could get into the nitty gritty of some of these like past tense combat encounters, but yeah, but then we
0: would become the same people that we accuse, uh, this author of being Yeah, just like rehashing, like just mindless. It's just not that interesting. It's not.
1: It's there's just, just not, there's, not a lot of interesting stuff going on in this book. Yeah. I want and you guys to know,
0: Kevin, Kevin has been focusing on the most interesting parts of this book, and they're still not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so, with all that being said, um, <laughs> what are you playing? Oh, I'm so glad
0: you asked, because I actually am playing... Uh, I've been doing some entertaining things with my life outside of this this book Um, first and foremost I beat Amnesia uh, the Bunker okay Uh, I fucking loved it I loved it I I think this is my favorite Amnesia game Um, they just learned so much it's kind of fascinating because I found myself comparing it to Alien Isolation a bunch Um, but I thought about it while I was playing today, and I I went, oh, well, Alien Isolation was really heavily based on Amnesia The Dark Descent. But what's clear is that Alien Isolation learned a lot from Amnesia The Dark Descent and improved upon it and did their own thing. And then I feel like Amnesia The Bunker looked at Alien Isolation and went, oh, okay, I like what they did with our thing there. Yeah, It It went full circle. And it has made for a really wonderful, engaging experience that, unlike Alien Ice, Is- it's not its not as smooth and polished as Alien Isolation. There's some serious indie game jank. Um, right. But it also doesn't take 20 hours to play all the way through. So sure. it scratches that itch in a fraction of the time. And apparently it's got some roguelike elements to it. They made a point of saying at the end... Um, the items, the codes, all that stuff gets rearranged at every playthrough. So you can have a different experience each one. And, and I don't know between that and yeah, I think, I think that's, that's enough for me to want to up the difficulty once and, and try it out, um, that way. Cause that's, that's, that's fascinating. That's really cool. I loved it. Um, so that one is, that one is just fantastic. Um, I've also been playing, uh, the, uh, the pixel remaster of the original final fantasy oh, uh on my how's switch. that going for you. It's been lovely. Uh I've just been, like in the evenings when I'm watching a movie uh, with my wife, I'll just sit there and grind and uh get my fighter and my thief and my mages uh levels up. I'm literally on the last boss uh and he's basically impossible, so I'm just going to grind for several days right uh, and and get him taken care of, but mean it's chaos? been really nice yeah, chaos. Yeah. And it's been really nice just to revisit that. The music, you know, the the remastered music is really good. Uh, it's a new coat of paint. Uh, they've changed some of the dialogue, so it's a little le- uh, it's a little more localized. It's not so uh, <laughs> weird. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fun. Uh, I wondered about uh, they, they are expensive these these pixel remasters. it was twelve bucks for an old NES game. Um, yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot, uh, but, I, but I, I'm not going to act like I haven't enjoyed it and, and put a fair amount of time into it, so right, uh,
1: definitely worth it. So uh, what about you, Kevin? What have you been playing? Oh, I am so glad you asked. So um, <laughs> I'm playing a bunch of things. Uh, as per usual, I am much closer to the end of the System Shock remake than previously thought. Um, I, think it's, <laughs> I think I'm actually in this. I just did the second-to-last thing that you do in the game. It's just been oh, taking nice. me a while because I've only had like little like like 30 minute stretches to play it uh sure. recently but yeah I, I just did like I think it's the second to last mission so to speak in the game um and now there's there's one big thing left um so system shock remake update there we go um I have started playing uh Herat uh which is... Uh, a first-person shooter. It's spelled H R O T. Um, it's it's set in I want to say Soviet-era Czechoslovakia. Um, basically, there's like a there's a, 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 a there's like some sort of natural disaster or something, and you're fighting your way through all these guards and 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 such and and monsters. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. The developer of it. Basically recreated the Quake engine. Um, oh, wow. Did, like, made his own version of the Quake engine to create this game. Like, to be truly, to have, like, true fidelity with that 1996-97 level of, of gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. It's really fun. Very fast-paced shooter. Gives a lot of uh, good horror vibes, uh, despite the fast-paced nature of it. Um Very brown. It's got a lot of brown tones. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, It's it's a lot like Dusk, uh, in that uh, you know, which is also a Quake-like, you know, boomer, quote unquote, boomer shooter. But uh, that 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 title is to me is way too broad. Uh, Dusk and Croc are very much in the vein of Quake. Um, Whereas, for example, um, the another game that we had talked about recently. Uh, the Warhammer uh, shooter um, uh, was, gun. yeah, bolt gun was in the vein of more like uh, Doom and the uh, build engine games, like um, like Duke Nukem, uh, for mm-hmm. example. Um, a li- a lot more refined than those, but uh, in the same, you know, vein uh, yeah. stylistically. Um, so yeah, Hrat, uh And then I also started playing. Um uh Octopath Traveler 2. Nice. Which it is it's it's so far I put an hour into it and um it's fun. It's like like it's perfect. Here's the thing is uh and I know the term uh is no longer uh, it's kind of gauche nowadays and, and Japanese developers uh they They've made a big point of saying that the term JRPG is like is othering to them. They don't actually like oh, it when Oh, I didn't know game. that. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole big thing makes about sense. how that it, makes sense. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, please stop calling them that. <laughs> and uh, Fair and, enough. Yeah. and somebody said a, a good, maybe a good replacement term is like a console RPG, um, mm. something that really is in the vein of RPGs that were created. You know in the late 80s uh, through 90s that that kind of hit that certain aesthetic. Yeah. Um, um, and Octopath is a real nice, uh, I mean, I played the first one for quite a bit, and the second one is also a nice throwback to those like uh, SNES pixel art, pixelated, you know, yeah. uh, RPG games that I always liked. Um, so it's fun, it's perfect for the Steam Deck because, um, I know how involved they can get in terms of hours. Oh sure. Um, so having having it for something like the Steam Deck, where I can just like put in a little time while we're watching TV before bed or something like that, um, is perfect. So uh, I need
0: to get a freaking Steam Deck.
1: It is. <laughs> it, I, I honestly, it's going to be the thing that uh, it's going to be a thing that really really helps you out in terms of like uh just playing you know being able to play some things that you want to want yeah. experience without having to sit in your office and and right. and play
0: yeah i need to get one of those
1: um let's see is that it is that is that everything i have been playing i was bummed out as of recording um i realized earlier this week that i missed out on the second beta for the finals um I didn't realize it was going on until like the day that it was ending. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so I've already played. I already. I've already played the finals before. Uh, the second beta just happened earlier this week. As of recording, not when this episode comes out. Um, right. And so I'm looking forward to, to that game finally coming out, so I can so I can talk way too much about it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But oh yeah, that's uh, totally up your alley. Yeah, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Short episode, but whatever. We got more pages to go through next week, so oh yeah, next week will be longer. You're gonna Plus,
0: love it. We,
1: we keep them hot and fresh every week, so yeah, baby. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's we're good.
0: What, what, what do, do you want great? from us?
1: What do you want from us? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what we want from you, though, is we want you to go to Instagram and Twitter and follow us on PixletPod, at PixelPod, and also go to our website, PixletPod.com. Uh, you can sign up for the newsletter. If you're not into the whole Patreon thing, then at least sign up for the newsletter. That's a good yeah. way to keep in touch of, of new episodes and things like that. People on the newsletter get uh, get access to the new episodes earlier Um, or if you're just able to, if you just follow us on Patreon, you don't even have to be a patron to get the new episodes early. Just follow us on Patreon, be, be a follower of the Patreon page. So, um, yeah, pixelitpod.com or at, you're going to find a whole bunch of good stuff either way. Uh, and feel free to follow one of those pages to our discord uh, which is always a fun place to be. Uh, we Hell do yeah. love love when fans come into the Discord and start chatting with us. It's a it's a good old time. So uh, so and go ahead. And some of you have been coming
0: up. in and, and, and informing us on uh, on some novelizations that maybe we were not uh, previously uh, uh, true. privy to. So uh, you're you're helping us to figure out what the next lineup's going to be, and I thank you for that.
1: Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, did you see that there is there is a new bloodborne? Oh, the uh, the same Graphic comic. Novel.
0: Yeah. Oh lord. Are we going to we're going to have to come back to that for a one shot, aren't we?
1: Different author, oh. same artist and colorist. Well, I liked the artist and colorist, so <laughs> <Yeah>. That <laughs> Might could work out just fine. <laughs> could be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't out. the art and the color that we had <laughs> issue with. <laughs> Wasn't the issue. No. Nope. No, sir. Oh, boy. Anyway, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.